when we started the series, Jane knows I can preach a series at five. After five, I start getting crazy. When it hits 10, I'm insane. So I'm very happy next week we start on our series for Galatians, which is only four. So I'm really thrilled about that. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This week we talked or we are going to be talking about Dory's story in Elmo. Dory is a little fish, if you haven't seen her, that in both the movies Finding Elmo and Finding Dory, she has a memory disorder where she has no short-term memory. She meets someone and then she turns around and she thinks that she met him for the first time again. But even though she has a challenge in her life, the challenge in her heart is not a problem. She's always upbeat. She always loves. She always cares for the people around her. But she's always, always a little bit in pain because she knows that she lost two people that meant a lot to her. She's looking for her parents. It is a Disney movie. There's always pain when it comes around her parents. So part of what you see in both movies is Dory's journey. First, she helps Marlon find his son Nemo. And then in the second movie, it's Dory's journey to finding her own parents. Both, though, is you're watching Dory have faith, hope, and love in everything she does. Let's watch the clip. Dory finally finds her family. But the way she finds them is that she gets into the institute and then she gets out of the institute. And she finds that there's been a path of shells right in the outward um, pipe. And she finds all of these shells that are lined up in a starburst pattern that her parents have been putting there their entire life, waiting for her to follow it home. Because when she was a little baby, when they were in the institute together, they always told her that they would leave paths for her of star, of shells to follow. And that wherever they were, there would always be shells for her to follow so that they would, she would be able to find them. And when she finally gets home, she is so grief-stricken that she left them and that she says that she's not a good enough daughter and that she is so sorry that she is not perfect and that because of her memory loss, she lost faith in them and that she lost her ability to come home and that she put them through so much pain. And they tell her that she's perfect in their eyes and that they knew that she would find them and that's why they put the shells out because they, she knew, they knew that she would find her way back to them. And I realized that that love is very much like our God. That, that love is what we are hearing about when we read that passage from Hebrews and we read that passage from 1 Corinthians. When it says love is the most powerful emotion. When we hear about hope and faith, Yes, those are strong, but love is the most powerful emotion. That we have times in our lives when we get confused. 
when we fall away, when our life isn't what it should be and we're scared or there's things that get in the way of our life with God and that we go in the wrong directions and we end up doing things that maybe we don't want to do and we actually can become very lost. There are times in our lives when we literally sometimes can forget that there is a God that loves us. Or maybe we don't even know that there's a God that loves us, that we might just completely be on our own. But that doesn't mean that God isn't out there, just as Dory's parents are, knowing that we're going to come back. And that doesn't mean that just like Dory's parents, God isn't sitting still, but putting out those shells I love the imagery in the Dory story. That the parents said, we knew that if we sat still in one place, but we put out these shells in these long rows, in this starburst pattern, that you would finally find one of these paths and you would follow it to us. That you would see that road and you would eventually follow it to us. I so think that is very godlike. So many times we don't realize when we start seeing a path towards God. We think, oh, you know what? I love that this person is working on this ministry. But I'm going to help out Hammer and Nails just because it's doing a good thing in the community has nothing to do with God, but I'm going to start working with hammer and nails because things need to be done in the community, and I'm helping my fellow man or my fellow woman, my fellow child. That's what I'm going to be doing. I need to be helping in my community. That is one step on the path to God. Then there's another step on the path to God, and there's another step on the path to God, and God does that. God sends out these stepping stones so that each person can find their path to God. There's a saying that is not Christian. It's actually, I believe, Hindu or Buddhist, that there are many paths up the mountain to God. And it's a beautiful saying because it's so true. God knows there's not one way to God. There are many ways to God. So if you have a person in your life that you're like, I just wish they would come to church. If they came to church, they would feel what I feel. They would understand that God is there and that Christ is the one for them. That might not be their path to God at this moment. Maybe their path to God at this moment is going to hammer nails. Or maybe their path to God this moment is getting involved with Japhon which is getting involved with the immigration process or getting involved with some other organization in town or getting involved with music or getting involved with something else. Find out where their heart is leading them. It might not have anything to do with the church, but if it's getting involved with something that their heart is saying, I need to get in touch with this where their heart is leading them, where love is leading them. And I'm talking about a pure love. Not that they want to go out and party their brains out. But if their love is leading them to something, 
It usually is a call by God. And if their heart is leading them to some place, that means that God is going to have somewhere, somebody there that helps direct them on their path. How many times do you at work or in a club or an organization ask you about your faith or your church? That you're doing something or you're going someplace and they're like, oh yeah, you go to that church. Or just a conversation comes up that you get to talk about your faith in a way. That is God setting forth those stepping stones. And if you can be that stepping stone, that is what God asks you to do. Not always is it easy. In the story of Dory, I hate that that rhymes, but it's true. In the story of Dory, it shows that sometimes the person that makes that journey, that journey can be long. And that journey can be really wide-ranging and seem to have no rhyme and no reason and be going all different directions and not make any sense and never have a purpose. And yet everything in that story led to one thing, and that was to finding her way home. When God calls you home, Having faith that God is actually calling somebody home means that you have faith that God's love is going to win in every instance. So you have faith that whoever God is calling is going to find their way home. And you need to have faith that the journey the person that you want to see is on is calling, is God is calling them on that journey. So you don't need to push them exactly in the direction you want them to go. In that clip, you saw Marlon standing in front of Dory saying, no, you don't need to go into open water. No, you don't need to this, because he was scared. He didn't want Dory to make any decision that he didn't agree with. But she needed to make those decisions. She needed to go where she needed to go because that was the right way for her to go. And I think that's the hardest thing for us to do. We as Christians who have accepted Jesus Christ, who have come to church on Sunday, we know the right way to do things. It's exactly the way we do things. Isn't that always the right way? But God says there's many paths to me. Let me call people the way I want to call people and let them come to me. And they have to come to me the way they need to come to me. And that might be a really wild way that you're not going to understand. But when they come up here someday and they witness about the wild ride they had coming to me, you're going to sit back and you're going to be in awe. Really? God brought them down that path? That was a wild path. When I told my witness story and I said my witness story begins as a 12-year-old who announced at Thanksgiving that I was an atheist, Nobody thought that was my path story to God. But that was my path story to God. That was God laying out shells for me that I had to follow that brought me to preaching here on Sunday. That was my story. And part of that story was people saying, do you love this? Okay, follow your path. 
So when you see your friends, your neighbors, your children, your nephews, and they say, you know what, I really love doing this, help them find a way to do whatever it is they're being called to do in their heart. Because if they're being truly called to do something that they really love, if it is grunge rock or screamo metal or whatever it is, say, you know what, why don't you do that? Find people that love doing that. Be part of something that truly fills your soul. Because if it's something that truly fills your soul, that means God is moving you through it. And it might not immediately bring you to church, but it's something that truly moves your heart. That means God is using you and moving you through it. And then you just keep pushing them. How are you moving in your life? Are you still feeling that love in your life? If not, where are you going in your life to feel that love? Because you keep wanting to move in your life to feel love fulfilled in your life. How can I help you do something in your life where you feel love? Because if you're not feeling love in your life, how can we move you to feel that your life is love fulfilled? That's what God wants. God wants people that feel that they feel that love fulfilled in their life. That is a God-centered life. Let me help you find that path. Let me help you lead you to a God-fulfilled life. Let me help you find those stones on the road. And hopefully, hopefully, that will lead you to church on Sunday or Wednesday night or maybe a Saturday night somewhere. Let me show you what it means to be beloved by God, where your life is fulfilled, where everything in your life is filled with glory. Amen.